0: Sexy people of the internet, it is Dave, it is Duncan, back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from Finnish dark rock band Throat. The yep. band's new album, We Must Leave You, will be released on October 27th on Svart Records. That's right. Uh, for 14 years, Throat have been the sonic equivalent of of forcing a square peg into a round hole. Often abrasive, causing utmost irritation at times, and on rare occasions, a feverishly pleasant dose of brooding darkness in one's otherwise dull existence. The peg now fits. We must leave you, sees throat dropping pegs of all shape and size through the same hole. The These last confines.
1: Pegs <laughs> the last I can't confines. Do this. <laughs>
0: of musical genres are behind them, resulting in an album which can be regarded as the easiest listening throat has ever presented, or simultaneously, their most difficult and puzzling work to date. (laughs) Thematically, what we have here is a breakup album. Never ones for thinking small, throat breaks up with the world. Enough is enough, bring back lockdown, No need for petty social commentary on how the world is burning. Let it burn. Throat is already walking away, and it remains to be seen where they end up next, if anywhere. Breakups always require dramatic music, and we must leave you more than fits the purpose. Throat have already hinted at new directions and new sounds on their previous two albums, but here, it all breaks loose. We Must Leave You was written over a few years um, and finally recorded in 2023 at Tonehaven Recording Studio with Tom Brook and the band's own Amplified Human Audio Once again, Andrew Schneider mixed the album at Acre Audio and Carol Saf handled mastering duties at Saf Mastering So cast your mind back to 2021 Duncan we were smiling less (laughs) on uh, Throat's last album, Uh, also on Smart Records. Were Um, we
1: smiling less? Well,
0: interestingly, we both came out on the same grade on that release. We had, we actually, we had, out of the three of us that reviewed it, we had the similar kind of feelings. Um, The other reviewer did not. Um,
1: uh, oh, what. Um, above or
0: below us? He was he was way above. As high way as you can go. <laughs> um we um we had we both kinda gravitated to a selection of songs, but maybe yep. not others on the album. So, Throat have returned with this new album, We Must Leave You. Um but did it make us smile less or make it make us smile more, don't get that is the question. Um <laughs> What about yourself? Let's let's kick off with yourself. What did you think of uh, We Must Leave You?
1: I literally can't remember reviewing these guys before.
0: (laughs) Really?
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's not a good sign. That's old age. I will also say this, having listened to this album, if even remotely the last album sounded like this, then I am surprised at that
0: because... There's been a change, definite change.
1: Yeah, to me, this is very much a Duncan album. Right? <laughs> Had the previous one been very much a Duncan album, I would have remembered it. Mm. Right, so. Throat. Throat. The name of the band.
0: Yeah, alright, okay, we're starting there.
1: They're much more aggro, much more aggressive. Yeah. For the throat. than what the the band actually sound like on this release, so Mm. preface that because obviously they've got like 14 years behind them Um, I really didn't know what to expect here even after Negative liked the the opening track I was kind of a little bit not perplexed. I was. I was a little bit apprehensive in that they had shown me a, a, like a side of their music in the intro, which kind of had this kind of broody, kind of almost avant-garde sort of eighties. Had kind of retro, kind of weird, almost drum. Machine sounds yeah. and like kind of like the, the, the reverby guitar, which and, and, like there was a, a, there was an amalgam of different sounds, which almost felt like they were kind of at odds with each other. Mm-hmm. But there was atmosphere. It was dark. It was dank. It kind of oh, oppressive, like a cloak. And I was, I was curious.
0: Mm okay
1: this album just continued to get better for me so like what well, all layers and graces away at the side here um i i have a part of my listening tastes i'm, a, I'm an eclectic listener of music right mm. i know sometimes that upsets people they just want me to talk about one thing like you can't believe you like this album but don't like this album i'm going <laughs> oh it's just it's just a little shite, right I listened to a lot of different things, right? Yeah. And there are certain genres of music that really, really, really imprinted myself because of the time period I grew up within, uh, and also what I grew up listening to, like it mm. was in the household, etc. There's a period towards the kind of middle to late eighties where music itself got like a bit darker. It was almost a rebellion against the prosperity that people were experiencing, that kind of. 80s capitalistic nature, where this kind of goth, broody, romantic, weird darkness like you could hear it because, like, bands like The Pesh Mode from, went from you know singing the happiest songs in the world to just being this really, really fucking dark sounding nihilistic band. And I think there was a, a part where a lot of bands went through that, and that, mm. that particular element is something that's always really attracted mm. me to to that era yeah. Throat have this right, Throat have this locked in here really, really, really tight mm. and they're joining great company there's a lot of bands that are doing this you could argue that a band like Beast Milk now fucking uh, Grey Pleasures have really paved the way you know, kind of almost set out the blueprint template for how to do an update of that sound mm-hmm. but enough that bands can bring their own Elements in. and that's what you've got here with Throat I mean it's no surprise that they're from the same part of the world Uh, but the sin here is tinged in this kind of darker kind of post fucking neuromantic post punk, post goth Mm. sort of flavour, it's oppressive it's it's um, it's atmospheric, it paints a picture, this picture is all (laughs) greys it's all greys and blacks ain't no light getting in here and it comes from several different facets of what the band do comes first and foremost from the vocals, vocalist has a a, a really interesting baritone voice which I Mm. love so it's kind of (laughs) it's kind of really it reaches a range where Yeah, I've got, I've got range, Dave. He's never given me the opportunity to do it. Where it's, it's kind of almost spoken wordy, but there's, there's melody behind it. Um, so it's kind of like if you took Cavost from Grey Pleasures and made him sound like Pete Steele. That's the range. You know, like that's the range that sits in. Works really, really well. Vocally, it's a very, very interesting tone and it sits well. Reminds me a little bit of there's a band that we talk about loads that not enough people listen to called Deadsy. And yeah. Deadsy are all over this. Um actually Zetra's all over this as well, but I'm not allowed to talk about them anymore <laughs> this year because I've talked about them too much already. Um but there's that kind of element of this kind of baritone style vocal delivery which really really fits it because it's against it's so much lower than what everything else in the band is doing. Um the second thing is the guitars. The guitars have this kind of reverb y once again I keep I don't want to keep mentioning Beast Milk but that's the thing I naturally gravitate towards how those guitars are done with that kind of almost reverb Americana style of, of playing it's over a lot of a lot of what they do here. Even when the guitars go distorted it's still in there so I'll never rule leaves a sound Um, and I love it which is is ultimately where I wait wait to today to listen to this I listened to this five times (laughs) so it's 40 minutes and uh, I got through it five times because I'm kind of absorbed by it, the tracks are deliberate in length in that once you get through the intro track, which in itself is almost three and a half minutes, that's how fucking confident the bands are. Uh, the tracks range from anywhere from about six minutes through to the closing track at seven minutes. Mm. And they give like different sides of this kind of 80s goth post punk new romantic sound. But they add elements of... You'll have to listen to a, a, a track like The Transaction or Trespassing to get those industrial elements from the time. I'm thinking about things like Skinny Copy from, from back in the 80s. Or even um, even something like the the first Irish are album, Pretty Hate Machine. Mm. There are those elements where you get those sims and just are very much of that era. And they fill things out. The Conventionally, go for a very deliberate pace as well, so nothing's rushed at all here. It is, I mean, metronome wise, I don't think it moves that many beats per minute between songs, to be honest with you. But they vary them up enough. Some songs air more on the bleak, some air more on the kind of semi bleak. Mm. Nothing's ever cheery on this one. And it flows through it. Musically speaking, it's produced incredibly well. The guitars have a lot of tone and atmosphere. The bass is rich and vibrant. The drums have once I get that kind of live room feel about them, which really yeah. works. The drum machine sims or whatever they're using synth-wise also work really, really well with it. And it powers along. And it was chugging along for me on the first listen in a way which felt really satisfying. By the time trespassing and finished, I was already in i knew i was gonna like this one i knew there was no issues we had something here that was gonna make me happy and then hearsay of heresy hmm. kicked in which is this big old and we've already mentioned this guy which is kind of weird because you mentioned them and i hadn't put it together on the previous one kind of nick cave in the bad scene sort of hmm. like red right hand sort of vibe yeah which i really liked deliberately plucked like like pan muty guitar playing, like, kind of, almost, kind of, spoken wordy sort of stuff, lots of, like, weird effects and all the rest. There's a track that builds and builds mm-hmm. into the Tiny Golden Murder, which is a fucking great name for a song. Yeah, This track is just the tits, man, honestly. Yeah. This album finishes so fucking strong, like, so strong. It's one that captures, I think, the best elements of what the band has, but amplifies all the stuff. That you didn't know you needed. Mm. It's also the one that feels most like uh, a kind of great pleasures track. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but not in a bad way. I'd like. I don't mean that to say that they are copying someone else's sim that's in the same genre, but it still sounds very much like throat which is really 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 cool mm. uh, huge chorus, like massive chorus it's him like leading away from the microphone, doing his vocal line you know what I mean, because he's he's shouting that much vocally into it and the, the way it's all produced and mixed in together, it's awesome closing track for me is where my titties got hard <laughs> um, that's right, nipples went out like chipolata sausages <laughs> it's all erect and shit Uh, Valedictory is is a Duncan song Mm. you know what I mean this has got moody loopy synths Um, it builds, it builds it's the track that's unlike actually everything else on this one and that is predominantly clean also it's a deliberate choice you know, everything here has an element which feels like more reserved and layered Mm. The synth work is fucking incredible. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, and when I was listening to it, I realised that I am fucking goosebumps. Like, just, it connects with... This shit connects with me. I'm just... I'm it's my, it's my wheelhouse. And uh, the vocals kicked in. It was all croony and all the rest. And it finished impeccable. And I realised at that point, it actually reminded me a lot of, specifically vocally, um, there is a band called, there's a UK band called The White Lies, which mm. I love, who are often compared to Joy Division, and I get why they are. But their very first album, which I can't remember the name of, but tracks like "Farewell to the Fairgrounds and "Death" and uh, "Hold of Me," and it was a an album which had this kind of melancholic. Kind of melancholic positivity, like marred down, and lyrical content was inherently bleak, mm. like just a very bleak album. Um, and vocally, the vocalist sounds so fucking alike; it's is scary. And it kind of reminded me of that, and that this album has a feeling of even from what you described in the, the the kind of notes from the PR company there. Um, it does feel very much moody and kinda remorseful and final. Mm. That end track is full of positivity, man. It is huge sounding and mm. it's open and it's warm and it's kinda reminds me of like that like how the best movies finish. <laughs> with something that feels like on this massive crescendo. Mm. Um and it's fucking great and as a whole this album is fucking great mm. it's just like a it's an awesome journey you start off with weird sounds and looks and things that almost found, sound like a like a symphony tuning up their instruments and by the end you're hit with this like incredible crescendo of of splendor mm. Um I can't believe I've forgotten that we've reviewed something <laughs> by these guys Um I can tell you now it's not a patch on this. I would remember them. This is fucking awesome. Mm. Love it. I, I I absolutely love it. I've I've gorged myself on uh, "We Must Leave You Today" in ways that this is a Duncan album. There's mm. like the if you were like super people. Like that, I thought Duncan would really like this. This <laughs> is a Duncan album. Mm. This is how you get me the door, and these guys have fucking nailed it.
0: Nice.
1: I gotta say about that, Dave. What about you, Yamy like scored the same as me last time but could remember the band? <laughs> damn you younger memory.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, still like a very fascinating band. Um Smile Smile Less had it was an album that had a lot going on. Uh and it played with again with multiple styles, but that album was far more on the noise rock side of things. Um, than this album is, um, right. which is probably why you maybe don't remember it because it did sound quite different. Um, you had like a scattering of other styles throughout the mix, but um, on We Must Leave You, that noise rock element has taken a complete, almost complete back backseat. Yeah. Um, there's little little hints of it here and there, but it's, it's definitely not a kind of focal style on the, on the album. This is far more, as you said, kind of gothic, 80s kind of post-punk Um, and that's kind of the style that you're getting in the foreground of this album. Um, That kind of post-punk kind of ambience was on Smile Less, but not as much as it is here. Like, it's far more potent on this album. Um, You know, and this this album still has, like, noisy and kind of dissonant parts on it, um, but stylistically this feels like they've definitely pivoted towards something gloomier and a bit kind of grander in size. Um, The industrial sound... Um, which they flirted with on the last album, on tracks like Home is Where The Heart Is, um, is there a, a little bit on this album, especially on the opening track, um, but they, they don't like really flirt with it that much throughout the album. Um, there are some electronics and synths, as you mentioned, though, however, and I think that's an absolutely great decision um, to use that on this album. They work brilliantly on the release. Um, I think that it makes this sound... Much more open, much more spacious. Um, also, kind of ties the album well together, um, which was one of the kind of main issues I had with Smile Less. Um, and as far as I remember, Smile Less didn't have really any kind of huge kind of electronic moments on it either. Um, just just that big face humping bass that was on the last album. That was the thing that kind of stood out. Um, that bass is still here, but it's it's not quite as not quite as metallic um, sounding on this album. Still, also might explain why our former uh, <laughs> former colleague scored it higher being yes, a bass player. Absolutely. Um, it still sits quite high in the mix, you know, so you can still hear it very audibly and it gives the tracks a lot of drive. Um, and again, this album, Like Smile Less, has, has tracks that feel more um, the kind of single type tracks, um, mm. but there's probably more of them this time around. Um, uh, tracks like The Transaction, which has this like kind of a kind of pulsating kind of electronic loop through it um, and an almost almost kind of like Pete Steele infused kind of chorus um, yeah. or Tiny Golden Murder which I think was the last single they released which is a phenomenal track um, and it has a real kind of vocal hook that you'll grab onto which is very 80s maybe a little bit of Simple Minds actually uh, vocally um, yeah. <laughs> and there's some clever kind of like background synths to make certain sections of the track um, have more of a, a build up or a climax and um, Speaking of which, obviously there is a few beast milk uh, similarities in there oh, as well. Really? you know,
1: You're just things like Ooh. a fucking work. Yeah.
0: Um, You've then got tracks like um, "Hearsay of Heresy" or "Valedictory," which are a little bit more slow burning in their delivery, um, maybe not quite as like kind of hook driven. But um, "Hearsay of Heresy" does sit in an area of the album that kind of works as a as a connector into the last uh, two tracks of the release, um, "Tiny Gold Murder" and "Valedictory." Um, I as I said, I love Tiny Golden Murder. It is probably my favourite track on um, on the album. I loved it. Um my first listen, I, I didn't love the closing track. Um I was
1: Oh we're gonna thought <laughs> yeah.
0: Hold, hold hold hold. I felt like on that last track it was building to some type of kind of crescendo and I felt like it never really happened. Um, and it started to, when I heard that I was like was that a track or was it like a really long outro or I'm not entirely sure um, I had some really cool synths and I liked the, the kind of echoing vocal lines but I felt felt like I was waiting on something the first time I heard it and then I was like well maybe that's maybe that's what they intended in which case bravo Bravo. Nice. Um, so you and bring me back indeed. On subsequent listens, I started to kind of enjoy it more. There was a slight, I was like, oh, there's actually a slight kind of shift in tone on that last track compared to the rest of the album. That didn't really get the first time round. And then I started to kind of enjoy it more. Um, and the more and more I've listened to it, I, I don't really have as much of an issue with it as I did the first time round. Um, I do love that they kept the that kind of baritone vocal on the album. Mm-hmm. So they started to use more of that on... Um, on the last album, on Smile Less. If you go back to like, the, if you, you might remember this joke. about actually, their the first album was called Bareback. I don't know if you remember that. We mentioned no. that. You, uh, no, okay, <laughs> wasted. Um, the, so
1: I, I'm so allergic to humour right now. I just teased.
0: <laughs> we made the bareback joke quite a lot. Um, it's, that was their 2018 release. Um, I'm maturer than that. It was was very minimal on on that album. Then they used it a bit more on Smile Less. And now on We Must Leave You, it's probably the most I've incorporated it on an album. And I love it. I think, um, I I don't think there's a massive amount of modern bands out there using that style. So I feel like it kind of sets them apart. Um, And it works incredibly well with that more atmospheric new wave meets kind of post-punk vibe. Um, There is also another vocal tone added, which... I'm assuming might be the other guitarists, um, but it's a totally different register from uh, vocalist Jay Matilla, much more kind of mid to high range, um, but it adds a really cool contrast to a kind of variety of the the tracks on the album. Um, Production is captured very well. Um, It suits this uh, kind of dark, that 80s post-punk tone that they've went with on the album. Loads of reverb. Um, It's not overpowering the mix. Um, The bass still sits really well placed alongside the guitars, but... You know, it has its own lane, so you can you can hear all the finger work. I really like the sound of the album. Um I feel like this is an album that is still very moody, but is is less of a, a mood piece than Smile Less. Um it's not something you'll it's not something you'll smile about in a massive way. Um this ain't no summer album, but there's definitely an increase of a more uh kind of optimistic melody there's definitely bigger hooks than before uh, and the songwriting has come up a notch for sure uh, making it a much more cohesive album uh, overall than the previous one um i feel like it feels less it feels less separated if that makes sense like track from track track to track um there's more of a flow which kind of made it more satisfying a listen for me um that i could like replay it easier than the previous release um, also a perfect length just under 35 minutes I thought yeah. it was like yeah, really yeah. easy just to stick on again yeah overall I think this is a, a definite step up for me um, this has a sound uh, and a vibe that is more in line with my tastes um, I'm not a huge noise rock guy which I probably mentioned in the previous review but this shift in direction I think suits them far better um, so uh, yeah if, if if you're listening throat um, don't walk away don't Walk away, don't leave me now. Um, so, um, are these 80s lyrics? Cause <laughs> no, what well, was this? A breakup album? I was like, don't break yeah. up, you know, just stay. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: well, the, like whatever they're doing right now, just keep doing that, right?
0: Yeah, loved yeah, it. This um, is your
1: sound, and you're really good at it. So.
0: so, um, scores for the new album from Throat Duncan. What is your score?
1: it's a 4.5, I fucking love this um, I think it's it's moody, it's gothy, it's broody mm. it's 80s-tastic like I say, it, ch- it charts a lot of bands that I like that are doing this kind of revival sound
0: yeah.
1: in a cool way, I think Throat put their own spin on it which actually makes them stand out a little bit more whilst very much similar like the other ones, they have their own tone and own deliberate piece on it and as a complete package, it really, really, really works for me. There's very little I would change on this at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a 4.5 for me. I think it's, nice. it's, it's brilliant. I will be purchasing a T-shirt if they have them. Ooh. I'm sure they do. I'll buy Lovely. one because uh, I kind of feel like I need to give them something back. Once again, like I do in all these reviews, if they want to tour Scotland, Finland isn't that far away. Yep. So, yep. no
0: excuse. Nice. Uh, yeah, a very strong release. Um it's a, it's a great kind of moody tone to this album but i love the melodies um i thought this album flowed much better than the, the previous one um and had more tracks that kind of stood out for me overall um i scored uh, a smileless a 3.5 um but this feels like it feels more than just like a half point of improvements um mm-hmm. so i'm going to go 4.5 on this one as well um it's not not quite a five five out of five, but it's, it's Getting very, very close to be honest. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing what they what they do next. So, um Throat and their new album, We Must Leave You is out on October twenty seventh on Spark Records. Links below to the band to the pre order. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Happy to hear your thoughts and opinions on it. That is the review. Thank you for checking it out. We'll be back with another review very soon, but until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye everyone. Double finger guns there for some reason. No idea.